Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Today is a special episode. We're at episode 100. It's uh, party time around here. Woo, 100. <laughs> Great. Virtual party hats. We don't have real party hats, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it's hard to believe that, like we're 100 episodes in already. Do you remember when we started this podcast, Lisa? We legitimately... We weren't really sure what we were doing. We just knew we wanted to put out a podcast. So... We try, we've tried a lot of things over the, what is it? We must be coming up on, is it two years now that we've been doing this? Yeah, just under just under two years, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, two years, actually two years, because it was September 2019 yep. that our podcast came out. So it has yep. been two years, 100 episodes later, and uh, we're, we're still moving forward. We're just getting better as we go along. And uh, yeah, so let's that segues, that segues perfectly into our topic yeah. for today. Yeah, of uh, I have an idea. Where do I begin? So <laughs> our advice is to just start, because <laughs> if you go back to that first podcast, it is it's rough. not our best work, right? <laughs> it is as you know. We always say this when we try something for the first time. We say this is going to be the worst one we ever do. <laughs> Yeah. And then yeah, you know, it's, it's always going to be the worst one because you're always going to be improving it. So, um, yes, you have an idea. Where do you start? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I really I the thing is, is this podcast is a great example of that. Right. We we knew we wanted to do a podcast. We didn't know how to do a podcast. So we just one day decided, OK, what are we going to talk about? And we hit record. We were and at your, where did we go? We, we were, I think, filming at your parents' house. Did we go film at your parents' house? Yes, I think we did. I think so, because it was quiet. That's we right. We had to find somewhere that was quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I remember we, we, we got locked out. We were thinking about breaking in. We did not break in. I remember you found, I think yeah. you found a key or something. I can't remember for sure, but episode two, if you're wondering about how we got into the house, I think it's in there somehow. We did, yeah, we did not break in. Don't worry. This is a very, very lawful podcast. Uh, no, no federal or provincial statutes were harmed in the making of this podcast. But yeah, so we we just decided, okay, here's what we're going to talk about the first couple of episodes. We went to your parents' place and we recorded. And I think we needed to. Re- I think we like recorded a couple versions of the first episode because we. Didn't, we just weren't comfortable with the microphone. We didn't know what was going on. Um, we were really nervous. And then we somehow wound up with a first episode, a second episode. I think we did two or three that day. I can't remember for sure. But we recorded them and I'm like, okay, well, now what? <laughs> we have these recorded. Now what? <laughs> what do we do with these? And we just, we figured it out, right? I figured out how to edit not really my you know it's not really my zone of genius but i'm comfortable doing it now after two years of doing this learned a lot i'm certainly no expert but um 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely an improvement. And then here we are, 100 episodes later, and we're so much more comfortable. We kind of are just like, we find our flow and we get into it. We know what our topics are. We don't really, you know, sometimes we have little outlines that we kind of go to, but we don't script anymore. We had a couple where we like were really scripted and those are not great either. We're also kind of a mess. But that's the beauty of growth, right? That's the beauty of moving from a beginning to, uh, well, it's not an ending for us, but like, you know, from a beginning to a much more sort of comfortable position, right? Like somewhere where we're comfortable doing what we do. And that's the key. You know, people are always talking about pushing outside of your comfort zone. It's not necessarily, you know, you, 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 your comfort zone becomes bigger, right? You push the limits of your comfort zone. So, you know, episode one was not comfortable. We were definitely outside of our comfort zone limit, but here we are at episode hundred where we've stretched that boundary right out. We can just say, Oh, you feel like doing a podcast today? Yeah, let's do it. Hit record. And we can just chat. Um, because it's not, it's not live radio or anything, you know, like if it, if, if we do an episode and we're like, nah, you know, we don't have to use it. It's, you know, we're still in, in control of that. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that really sort of, that's the truth. But here's the thing. If we hadn't begun, even though we didn't know where to begin, we would never be at episode 100. We would still be spinning our wheels thinking, okay, well, how do we do this? So, yeah. I mean, you hear this all the time. Uh, like, you, all of us, like this, if you're in the entrepreneur space, if you've read any personal development books, if you follow any thought leaders in the personal development industry or the entrepreneurial industry, you're going to, you're going to hear this. Sometimes you just have to get started. We say this too, right? Sometimes you just have to get started in the, you know, you don't worry about the how you just start and the how gets clarified as you go. And it sounds so cliche, it really, truly does, but it's true. And I think we've said this on the podcast before. It's ringing a few bells. We've said this before, but yeah, yeah it's um, it's really. Well, and if you're waiting for a, a sign or motivation, like, well, I just don't feel like it. Like, no one's going to come over and make you feel like starting. So you have to do that yourself. We can we can give you all kinds of tips today and say, you know, like. Be wise, talk to an expert, do the research of the law. Um, you know, you can procrastinate on it on it as long as you want. Um, and you can wait all day long until you feel comfortable or or confident or motivated. But at the end of the day, it has to be you that starts it. No one else is gonna come in and and and, and start your big idea for you. Or maybe someone will. Maybe someone will take your big idea and make it big and then you've lost out. But <laughs> and how frustrating would that be? Are you motivated now? Like <laughs> Yeah. So I you know, it really has to come from within you. You you can do all the research and try all the things and talk to all the people and 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 tell everyone that this is what you want to do. But at the end of the day, it really has to be you that motivates yourself to get started. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, just that's the way you're going to find out if that's what you really want to do. Um, we know people who've had ideas and they wanted to get started. And then once they started doing it, it either became an, a massive passion. They can't believe they put it off or they realized, oh, wait, this isn't what I wanted it to be. I actually 
you know, want to go in this direction. And then they find their passion after starting something else, right? You, you start yeah. one thing and, 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 you know, another door opens. And um, so, you know, even if that one idea wasn't, you know, your life's purpose, it, it maybe be bringing you there. So if you've got an idea for something, really just, just start somewhere. And like yeah. Jen said earlier, I don't know if we'd hit record yet or not. I but don't think we had. No. <laughs> when, when you hit, when you're you like telling me. Yeah. When, you, when yeah. you start something, you'll know if that wasn't the right place to start. You'll say, oh, wait a second. I have to back up. I have to do this first. You know, but you'll find that out by starting. Just dive into some place of it and you'll figure out what you need to do. But if you just sit back and wait it. It, it's harder to figure out what what the next step is. Well, let's let's just use this podcast as an example, or maybe you're thinking of starting a podcast. And if you are, this is your sign. Go start your podcast. Go go record something and get it uploaded. But for for like like it's easy for us to use this podcast as an example. We've got a lot of you know like our our planner or whatever. The like the podcast. Yes, we knew sort of the general idea of what needed to be done. But if we legitimately had no idea, we always suggest starting at the end and working your way back. And we've talked about this plenty of times on this podcast um, about reverse engineering is starting with the end in mind and working your way back. Right. So really, it's, um, you know, for a podcast, it's about distribution, right? It's about getting it uploaded and getting it promoted. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, in order to get something uploaded and promoted, you need to have a finished podcast, like a file, like have a file created. Okay, well, how do you create that file? Okay, well, you need to record and edit. Okay, well, then how do you record? Well, you need to make an outline. Okay, well, how, how do I do that? How do I know what to talk about? And then so you, you work your way back. We had a semblance of, of, of like how this works, like you need to record, edit, upload, promote, right? If we jumped right in somewhere and and said, oh, hey, we're, we're missing a piece here, that would have been a great place to hit pause and, and be like, okay, in order to actually to complete this task, we need to go back a step and complete this previous task. That works for anything. That works for any goal, anything you are trying to achieve. Jump in with what feels like the natural starting point to you. Maybe it's the maybe it's the piece that you really love doing. And as you're doing that piece, you realize, hey, I'm missing some ingredients here. Let me press pause, come back, sort out this previous step, and then I can move forward again. Like you were saying, like even using our, our vision success planner as an example, um, the first year we put that out, um, we learned a ton of things just by getting started, just by saying, you know what, this is probably going to be the, the worst year. And so because of the learning curve and, and we learned tons about it. And every year we've we've changed publishers. We've changed um, this year. We have we're, we have a whole different shipping system to save uh, you know, our our clients are going to have a much better shipping option, but we keep doing the research to try to have a better experience for everyone, right? That's our, our biggest thing. So the shipping experience from a few years ago, uh, even last year, completely different than this year, because we, we just, we, we had a starting point and we just have, are continuously improving it every year. You know, the cover options, the notebook 
options. So we every year we we try to get it better, but we had to start somewhere. We just had to start and say, you know what, we might not get tons of sales. And if we had given up after that one year, because you know the sales weren't <laughs> what we uh, you know thought they would be, we we really did project all our. Uh, ideas into the future. So like this one year, it's it's not going to be tons, right? But then next year, it's going to be more. And the next year, it was more. And so um, just we just really encourage you to just dive in and start somewhere and just know that you can keep improving from there. You know, we've said this before, your, your, your courses or your offers or your things that you're working on for your audience, it's not like a a school project where it's it's one and done and you you do one thing and then you hand it in and that's it that's your mark it's an all a, 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 you know a continually um like evolving shifting um learning process that you can continue to improve on so just um it, that that i think that that holds us back from starting is like it has to be perfect the first version doesn't have to be perfect even writers, if you're a writer, you you know this, like you write a, a first draft of a novel, that first draft that you type out is not what anybody's going to read, right? When you, when you look at your bookshelf right now, nobody's first draft is on your shelf. <laughs> you didn't buy anyone's first draft, right? So just keep that in mind. Like it is a process of continually shifting, editing, improving, um, and and just apply that to whatever idea it is that you've got that you really want to put out there that you're excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you brought up, you, you mentioned something really quickly, and I do think we should uh, like dive, like, let's dive into this a little bit more. And this has to do with, this actually can help with motivation. So if you're feeling unmotivated with something, this exercise can really help actually help to motivate you to move forward or take the next step. And that is the five whys. Not like whys is in the letter Y, whys is in W-H-Y. <laughs> One of the five W's, I guess. Um, it's asking why five times to really get to the core motivator like the really the deep seated reason for doing something. If, and if you forget how that works, just think of it, get wise with my wise. <laughs> yeah. It makes you more wise when you <laughs> do your wise, oh, <laughs> your <God>. WH. <laughs> your wise. Yes. W-I-S-E from W-Y-W-H-Y-S. <laughs> That's too many whys for me. Oh my gosh, I can't tell. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so if you say, okay, why do I want to do this? And you answer yourself and then, okay, and then why? Well, because I want to, you know, help these people. Okay, why? Okay, because of this, you start grinding down really, really detailed, like what that inner passion is. And then, yeah, if you do it down five times at least, you'll you'll almost not be able to not do it because you'll be so excited. Yeah. It does take a while. It's not like a two-minute um, exercise in some cases. Sometimes you may have to come back to it and you know, you get through three whys and then maybe go uh, have a glass of water, come back. <laughs> yeah. it's, this is actually an exercise that's used in the corporate world. Um, I want to say that it comes out of 
lean management or lean practices or I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it, it, I'm pretty sure it's related to sort of that that process development, that that continuous improvement process um, world. Uh, I can't remember where I first heard it, but it is it's something that we do use in well, I'm not in the corporate world anymore, but in terms of like corporate to really break down not only like motivations, but also when things go wrong, right? This is an exercise that we use when, um, you know, something goes amiss or there's an error made or something. So it's it's really about getting deeper than surface level on an issue. It's really about getting to the, like the really the root cause or the root reason for, um, you know, like why something happened or why, something is important in the case of how we're, we're talking about it, the context that we're talking about it. And um, yeah, it's, it really is a great, it's a great exercise to really drill down to the nitty gritty and really see like the, those deeply layered rationales for things. And we we really encourage this in our vision board course too, is like when you think that there's something that you want or that you're dreaming of or that you're visualizing and you put it on your vision board, um, when you go to put that in your day, those goals, um, those whys are going to help you know what what your priority is. Is this your number one priority or is it... You know, if if your why is well because you know so and so said I should, that's hardly as motivating as <laughs> something that you're deeply passionate about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's a really great exercise to figure out if something is truly your exciting uh, passion idea, like that you're really going to get charged up about, or if it's someone told you that you should, because that's going to come up. By after about two whys, it's gonna <laughs> you're gonna say, well, so and so said, yeah, so. <laughs> and just because so and so said something doesn't mean that you that it's for you. I think that's a it really important point to make. It, yeah, exactly. It might yeah. be. It might be because some like I know like, Jen and I are always <laughs> we know each other pretty well, and we'll say, well, you know, maybe you should. I will take what Jen says about what I should maybe try to do a, a lot more than you know other other people <laughs> but you know she's just telling you that I'm she's just saying that I'm bossy yeah that's all she's she, really saying she's very bossy <laughs> um but you know so sometimes I listen and sometimes I don't <laughs> um, you want to know what your so who's telling you do they really have your best interests at heart or uh, I mean, some people will tell you, oh you should totally try this because it's really something that they want to do themselves. And they'd like to see someone do it. Maybe they don't have the confidence to do it, but maybe that's their passion. So they're not trying to be nasty. No. They're trying to help. Most, most people who care about you are legitimately have your best interests at heart, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be your passion. Yeah. And or there's lots right of things you. that you're good at that aren't your passion, right? Jen and I are good at lots of things. It doesn't mean we want to do them. <laughs> but, well, it's true. Like we just... Yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, it just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you necessarily need to make a business or career out of it. Maybe you want to just keep that. You know, like it really comes down to what what can you make money with? What are you passionate about? Where does it overlap? And really, 
is that what you want to be doing? Just because you could do something doesn't mean that you have to. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, but you'll, you'll, the, the more whys you ask yourself, the more that will come out. I mean, yeah. we can't answer those for you, right? No one can answer those for you. So it's, no. um, yeah, th- those are deeply personal. And, and we would suggest really taking some time to yourself to, to sit somewhere quiet and, and go through them. Um, either in your morning routine, your evening routine, on your lunch break, some time that you you dedicate to yourself, that's a real time to sit down and do that. And just really, you know, um, just dive in. Like, you know, life is short. I think as we as we get older, you know, when you're young and you 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 think like, oh, I have tons of time, and you do, but you don't have forever, right? Like, just just do it. Just try it. You'll never regret that you tried it, right? You'll never regret that you tried it. You don't want to say, oh, you know, I wonder what would have happened if, you know, that because you'll never, you know, at least you can say, well, I tried it. And then, you know, I found out this about myself, or then that's how I met this person. And I started this, you know, like, there's so many possibilities waiting for you at the other side of your, of your beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's never late. Yeah. Now I, I want to kind of get back. We kind of we got a little sort of a little sidetracked here, but about really about getting started. So you've got this big idea. Where the heck do I start? It is okay if you don't know. Most people, when they have a, a brand new idea and it's not something they've done before, don't have any idea where to start. This is where you can start to lean on other people's expertise to help provide you a framework or a guideline to get you going. Right. So this is why this is why courses exist. This is why online courses, digital courses exist. You're accessing somebody else's expertise. So either via a course or maybe you hire somebody in terms of, um, you know, a mentor or a consultant who understands and has gone through the process that you're about to go through. It is okay to use those frameworks. You do not need to create something from scratch all the time. Right. And now, you may find that um, you've got the skill set to actually create that framework yourself. But if you don't, if you, you really have no idea where to start, like Google is going to be your best friend, right? Start to look at the stories of people who've done what you're trying to do or done something similar to what you're trying to do. And, and look at the steps that they took. It's okay to use that as a framework. It doesn't mean that you're copying them. You're not copying their work. You're not copying their intellectual property. You are literally just looking at the framework that they have and using that to put your own ideas into practice, right? And that's totally okay. And you may find as you go that you need to tweak that framework or you need to make slight alterations or maybe major alterations to pieces of that framework or that blueprint or that process in order to fit what you're trying to do. And that's okay. Okay, but it is also okay to lean in on what other the work that other people have done, right? You don't need to recreate the wheel each time. Yeah, yeah, not with content, but with like, yeah, you're right. Like the frame, yeah. like how 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 you can start something. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> and then from there you can yeah, like you said, tweak it to to be your own. And um, yeah. 
So that's our exciting advice for episode 100 here. Just, just do it. Just go for it. And, um, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have any, any questions or comments, send us a drop us a line at hello at success in the shy girl.com. We would love to hear um, what your yeah, fun ideas are. Yeah, for sure. And I, honestly, if you've got, you know, you're like, if you're thinking, I really want them to do a podcast on, let's say XYZ, reach out to us. We, if it's something that we can speak to and help answer and, you know, put into podcast format, uh, we are happy to do that. So yeah, again, hello at success in the shy girl, like you said, Lisa, reach out to us. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much. Uh, we, I know we've got some listeners that have been here, been here right from the very beginning. So thank you to those. Thank you to everybody who has joined us somewhere along this journey to 100 episodes of the success in the shy girl podcast. We're really, really grateful to have you here with us, uh, joining in the conversation with us. Um, you know, eavesdropping on <laughs> our tangents sometimes. And again, just thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your day, being part of our conversation. We wish you a wonderful day. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.